Welcome back to the Bench Press Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Bennett Snyder. To my right, we got Wesley Statman Mickey. What's up? Across from me, Cameron Robertson Crobb. What up, Bennett? What's up, man? And to my left, we have our producer, Timmy, Timway Conway. What up, boys? As always, we've got to get right into our sponsors. Benchpress Media has partnered with Neverrest, a company that created the first portable foam rolling pad. We got them out to our athletes. They're loving them. Wes, what's the main reason that we partnered with Neverrest? Because here at Benchpress Media, we never rest. Make sure to use our code, the Bench Press, when you go to buy your own so you get free shipping. Everyone loves free shipping. And together, Wes, we will roll, roll the, the world. world. But, Rob, we've got another. Yes, we do. Get into them. You know, it's Max's Meals, people. Bench press athlete Max Meyer, Xavier basketball manager. They're still alive. Shout out Xavier, NIT. Yep. Huge. Shout out the boys. He's a great guy. Bennett, give us the three words. Great charity, great cause, great people. That's six words. Well, Max's Meals. Three charity phrases, cause, my bad. People. Yeah. Check them out. Great people. I'm wearing the shirt. Yes, Tim's wearing Tim the Tim is repping in the studio. Max Meals, great charity, great cause, great people. I'll say it again. They're awesome. Might as well throw on great website, too. Yes, Max, great job with that website. You're awesome. So... Um, I'm depressed. I just thought I'd, <laughs> I just thought I'd get that out there. What a clip um, that could turn into. Um, we're going to talk about the first weekend of March Madness. We'll talk about NFL free agency today. There were some big upsets, some that I don't really want to talk about at all, some that I slept through. Um, there's, there's tons, but and we'll get into it. But we got to start with... It was with, a wild weekend. It was, wild weekend. We got to start with our Bench Press Media Tournament Challenge. We got to shout out two people. Crab, go ahead. Shout out the first. Um, my good friend, shout out six one four, Sophia Troutman, currently Let's tied for first. Yeah, clap it up in the bench press Sophia. media bracket. Wes, challenge. you don't seem too happy that we're shouting out Sophia. No, I just, I mean, talk about a Kansas homer. Yeah, I mean, come on, rep your school. Pick South Carolina. Oh, they're not in it. My they bad. didn't get it. Yes. Sorry, forgot. They don't even have a coach. Well, we've got someone they else tied, right. and it's a bench press media athlete, Emily Terry. Let's yes. clap it up. Although. A little bit tough Champion. for her moving forward. She she did have Kentucky winning it all. I, very popular pick. Um, yeah, some would say big they, time. They got dugged though, and we'll get into that Cincinnati for sure. Cincinnati natives. But we've got Archie. We've got our own little shindig going on between us, and it's it's panning out to be a very interesting one. You know, we all went in on a bracket challenge. Two brackets each. Combined points is what we're doing. First place. We don't even have to say hypothetical because it's just a friendly bet. Gets $25 from each of the three losers. That's a good little $75 payout. Hey, it's a good friendly wager between coworkers, roommates, friends. Pals. Absolutely. And the loser combined points will be doing the blazing challenge. Yup. <laughs> it's absolutely terrifying. I don't know why we decided now, to do this, to be frank. Yeah, now... Now, Krob and I are sitting very pretty. Yeah, should we, should, it, do you want it, me to run through what the standings are looking like right now? I mean, I was going to go ahead and announce myself being in first place... And also in last place. Yeah, I can, I can do a little combined score here. Yeah. All right. Bennett, there, keep in mind, we did two brackets each. There's currently eight ranks mm-hmm. in there. Bennett has holds the first and last brackets. My Woo. first place bracket is in the 95th percentile. It's, it's hot. Bennett's first place bracket also has UK as a champ. Yeah, so it hurts. He has a combined 760 points hey, through the nah. first weekend. And how many can I and possibly you get? You can get 2,420 Nope, 2,320, sorry. Wow. Bad, bad. Wow. 2,320. Then we got Wesley Minky holds number two and number seven. Right hey. above and right below. He yeah, currently nice. has 750 points, okay. so 10 place. behind Bennett. 
and he has a combined possibility of 2790. Yeah, which yeah. is a lot more than Bennett can possibly <laughs> yeah. get. Let me shake your hand, Wes. You're off to a hot start, yeah, Buster. Wes Actually, you are hotter pretty. right now. Uh, then we have old Timway Conway mm. holding number three and tied for fourth. He has a combined 790 points All right, right Tim. now. Yeah, I'm, I did good. Which is putting him in first as yeah. of now. All right, Tim. The only problem for Tim, he only <laughs> has a combined 2,030. That's not great. Which puts that him even 200 lower than you, I believe. Yeah, I need, um, I need it to be rock chalk for myself. 300 lower than you, actually. So Tim has a lot of work to do. And then you got myself tied for fourth and in sixth i have a combined 750 uh points so that ties me with west puts me 10 behind you um but i have a combined total left of 2470 so in my eyes it's looking like tim and i are sprinting very well right now but Krob and west you guys are doing great with the marathon we're the yeah. cross-country kids for sure yeah yeah, yeah. yeah absolutely uh, it also doesn't help that you and tim have lost a national champion and yeah. you came dead ass yeah, close last did. night to losing your second one. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's definitely looking like it's going to be Tim and I facing off between the Blazing Challenge, but you know what? That's that's a risk I'm willing to take. Same. Sweet 16 will tell us a lot yeah, of what we need to know. It also feels good cuz I mean, this happened to me last year. I was in the the cat the catbird seat. I was feeling good all the way to the finish and I made a good smart hedge. Mm -hmm. Found my way out of losing money. It's a good. You're a smart good, man, Wes. Yeah, you're smart. Hopefully, man. I'm in the same position this year. Well, let's get right into breaking down the bracket. Round of 64. We're gonna go in order, starting with the West. Gonzaga versus Georgia State. This game was a little bit close for the first half. Really close early. But Gonzaga pulls away. Chet Holmgren had a very good first tournament game here. Gonzaga ends up winning this one, 93 to 72. Mm -hmm. Let's move on. Boise State versus Memphis, the eight versus nine matchup here. Krob, heartbreaker for us, hypothetically here. Wow. I mean, on St. Patrick's Day, first Thursday of uh, March Madison, mm -hmm. we were having a great first couple hours. Yeah, we, we were. were really enjoying yeah. life. And then Boise decided to, como se dice, piss down their legs when it comes to losing by less than 11. And they lose by 11. Mm -hmm. Hypothetically. And it was a stinger. You know, Memphis played a great game, though. Let's be real. Memphis was kicking the shiitake mushrooms out of them the whole game. Yeah, Absolutely. Memphis. Boise had a really strong second half to bring it within four at one point. It was within four, but they could not complete the comeback. Yeah. Memphis minus three and a half was my favorite for the uh, first round. So. It was. Congrats, yeah. Congrats to Tim. Let's move on. UConn versus New Mexico State. The five versus 12. This is our first upset. Wes, New Mexico State. They look pretty good in this one. Yeah, I picked them in both brackets. Uh, I... Felt very strong in New Mexico State. If you listen to the last podcast, I said, great name for a great run, New Mexico State. Tim, but you were very high on UConn here. A bit of a disappointing performance. For yeah, me. not repping the Big East. Uh, I really wanted Xavier to get that extra 155000 in our pockets. They did not pull through. No, yeah. they did Teddy not. Teddy Allen dropped a quick 37 in that game yeah. to put the put the New Mexico yeah, State R in there. RJ Cole did his best to try and pull it back. Oh, the Aggies, Absolutely. right? Aggies. Yes. Yeah, the Aggies. Aggies. Mm -hmm. Moving on, the four versus 13, Arkansas versus Vermont. Musselman, man, he's getting it done. This was a close game, only a four-point game, but Arkansas prevailed, and Vermont was a very popular upset yeah. pick here, Wes, but you avoided this. Uh, yeah, I took him in one of my two brackets mm -hmm. when I took Arkansas. Uh, I just believe Arkansas was a better team, but I thought, you know, it's March, teams get hot, Vermont had a chance, but... Vermont was yeah. almost too popular. Yeah, it, like people were saying, like there's picks that like everyone was mm -hmm. on, and I feel like Vermont was one of those picks that everybody was on, yeah. and it, like, there's no way those hit. 
Catamounts proved why they were getting picked, though. That was yeah. one hell of a yeah, game. It was a close game. Let's move on. Six versus 11. Alabama, Notre Dame. I was high on Alabama, but Krob, Notre Dame prevailed. I was all over it. I said whichever 11 seed wins between Rutgers and Notre Dame, which also was a fantastic game in the first four, mm-hmm. matched up with Alabama way too well to lose this game. Notre Dame kicked their ass. Yeah, they, they won did. by 14. Like, I would say it was never really in doubt for Notre Dame, especially in the mm-hmm. second half. They played a great game. Nate Oates, fraud. Yeah, Call out is, Coach K again. Call so him out fraudulent. again. Fraud. He's so fraudulent. Not rep. Irish are moving on. Shout out the ACC. Not Congrats. getting UK. Not getting UK an extra one hundred fifty-five thousand. No, in the they're pocket. not. Look, this is going to be a quick one. The three seed Texas Tech versus the four, fourteen seed Montana State. No uh, Texas Tech shot the lights out of the gym. Yeah, yeah, they might have played their best offensive game maybe in school history. Congrats. That's how insane that, that shot. Snooze button again. Yeah, Montana State was. could not pull off the Bobcat magic that the OU Bobcats pulled off no, last year. No, they could not. Let's move on. The seven seed Michigan State. Won 74 to 73, a one point game over the Great 10 game. seed Davidson. Tim, I believe you and I were the ones who manifested this Michigan State win we just did. because we knew that Izzo, well. Izzo versus K was inbound. Yeah, Big Ten was, uh, they were repping. Actually, they have not been repping, but uh, good for that team. There's refs were obviously a big factor in this game. A lot of people were saying Davidson got screwed, so I don't know. Refs have definitely been inserting themselves into some games. Refs have been inserting themselves all over the tournament. Yeah. It's nothing new. Let's move on. The 2 seed Duke over Cal State Fullerton. Krav, what did you see from the Dukies in this one? Uh, you know, I saw saw some locked-in defensive mentality. You know, we ended up letting up 61 points. That was a – and not horrible, but, you know, to a 15 seed, it's got to be better. It was offensive rebounding was what hurt us, but really strong start to the tournament. It was a game I wanted to come out and see us, you know, assert some dominance. Mm-hmm. I think we did. And – uh moving on and you know what i changed my mind we're gonna go region by region so we're gonna stick in the west and just go to the round of 32 here let's move on duke versus michigan state round two crob we had a barn burner here yeah sorry give me a second i'm just smoking that Izzo pack all right man uh let me tell you though duke really wanted to lose this game um for they for the most part it was a very close game, but Duke was in control. And then what was it, a 9-0 or 11-0 run by Michigan State with around three minutes left that put them up? It, it was, was a 15-4, I think, right? No, it was not a 15-4. Run. Duke was up five, and then Michigan State went up five, so it was mm-hmm. 10-0. 10-0, yeah. And then Duke went on a 20-4 to run to end the game. Mm-hmm. Refs really tried to insert themselves at specific points. They called three fouls on Michigan State on one possession. Yeah, that they was mi- insane. They got, they got Duke to the bonus in one possession. That, but they also had Michigan State in the bonus so early in the second half. They missed multiple, multiple fouls each way in the first half when they were blocks that were really fouls. I, they called a 6-3 guy blocking Mark Williams on the break, a clean foul. There was one where I think Mark Williams got an arm bar away for Duke. Refs were awful, per usual, both ways. Like I can't say that it was favored towards Duke or favored towards Michigan State because it wasn't. It's just marching refs are just so mm-hmm. bad. And me, we'll get to more games that had the same poor refing ability. Let me tell you. But I'm smoking that Izzo pack. Have fun back in Lansing. Fucking L. <laughs> you want to hear a loud screaming Cameron East Robertson? Lansing. You're going to hear a loud screaming Cameron Robertson when Duke is in a close game. I was fired up. Fire, I didn't even have to be in the room. I could hear it. Jeremy Roach channeled his inner Tyus Stones. Congrats to him. I don't know what that means. I don't means, know but what that means. Tyus Jones has big stones is what he's trying to say. Okay, well, let's move on. Texas Tech and Notre Dame. Krob, I'm sticking with you. You're the ACC, man. Notre Dame 
Man, the Irish, one here. Irish played a great game, man. And then Blake Wesley decided to piss it all away at the end. Prentice Something, Hub, worst player. Prentice Hub is the worst Division One basketball player I've ever seen in my life. I'll die on that hill. He's awful. But shout out the Irish. They played a great game against a really good team. I really hope they could pull it off because I wanted to see four ACC teams in the Sweet 16. I wanted the matchup against Notre Dame more than the matchup against Texas Tech. But hey, I'll take Texas Tech at 940 on Thursday night. Yeah, you will. Texas Tech wins that one 59-53. Moving on. Arkansas. Another low-scoring game in this West region. Arkansas holds on to win 53-48 over New Mexico State. Tim, is this Arkansas a team, one that can make the Final Four? I think so because some like the good thing is they have been tested so far, and they're, they're not just blowing teams out. Like They're getting tested by good quality teams that are capable of upsets, but they're still winning. So I think that they do have the medal to make it to the final four. It's the must bus, baby. It's exactly. The, the must bus is hot. And I'm driving it. Moving on. Gonzaga wins a close one, 82 to 78 over Memphis. They were losing by 10 at half. Wes, are you a little concerned about this Gonzaga team moving forward? Not even a little bit. They will be in the final four. Period. In a Confident. sense. Confident. Period. Hey, am I writing on a little bit of a blackboard here? I see a one, two, three, four chalk okay that would be a chalk in the board. west that would be a chalkboard in the west and crab are you as confident in this gonzaga team are you looking forward to a gonzaga duke rematch oh i want gonzaga so bad they're so beatable it's not even funny memphis literally provided the blueprint and timmy just got hot mm -hmm. but memphis doesn't have the bigs to be able to guard drew timmy we do. We've shown it before. Nothing would be sweeter to me than playing Gonzaga and kicking their ass again in the Elite Eight. I would say Memphis did have the bigs in Jalen Duran, but uh, Jalen Duran he, he had to guard Chet Holmgren. He he's a big who can guard Holmgren. They don't have any other bigs like a traditional a, big man. Not even a traditional Durant's big, just a like a six nine, six ten guy, who, like a built like a Paolo Bancaro that can guard mm -hmm. a guy who's built like Drew Timmy. Duran is not quick enough, athletic enough, laterally. To guard Timmy because Timmy is for his size moves so well. Holmgren is more of your traditional center, even though he can step oh, outside. I would, no, I would, I would swap no, these, these swap yeah. the, those two. I'm talking about movement sense. Timmy moves all over the floor. Holmgren really stays outside or he works inside. Timmy kind of works all around the court. I like your analysis, but I'm with Tim flip flop it. I think. Duran was on Holmgren because Duran can move that quickly and could body Holmgren out of the yeah. post. I think and they the, were picking their poison. He absolutely Timmy can Holmgren, body him out of the post. And they chose to let Timmy beat him. Well, in the situations Duran caught himself guarding off the dribble, he committed at least two fouls guarding a defender who was trying to dribble past him. That's best, where I think their problem lied. The best part of the game was Drew Timmy's postgame press conference. I don't even care. He just did censor his, awesome his mom, his mom was just listening, you know? You know he couldn't say anything. That's you. It is me. Sandy, me. You got Mom, the, you got the I mustache, hope you're too. Mom, I will never cuss on this show. That's fucking awesome. I love it. Yeah, it <laughs> Let's move on to the East region. Oh, the heartbreaker. Uh, Baylor versus Norfolk State. Not much to talk about here, Snooze Tim. Fast. Baylor, very impressive first round game. Yeah. I mean, when you don't have LJ Cryer, yeah, it's like it's impressive. You mm -hmm. still win. You win by a lot. You do your thing. A lot of scoring in that game. Good for Baylor. Sticking with you, Tim. UNC, the eight seed against the nine seed Marquette. Uh, talk about the Big East not representing. UNC yeah. wins this one 95 to 63. Yeah, absolutely disgusting uh, by the Marquette Golden Eagles. Uh, Shaka Smart got his ass out coached. He, that entire team got outplayed. Uh, Brady Manick went off. But congrats to Hubert. 
It was a disgusting game, but UNC prevails. Let's move on. Another blowout in this region. Five seed St. Mary's beats the 12 seed Indiana, 82 to 53 West. A lot of people were picking the Hoosiers here. They didn't play too well. No, they didn't. Uh, Indiana, I, I mean, I thought they just got really hot at the right time. I didn't think they were that good, like as a team, to be honest with you. I think they have a couple of good players, but if you could take away Trace Jackson Davis, it's pretty easy to stop them. Exactly. And uh, it was over yeah. for the old Hoosiers. T's and P's to them. Moving on. Krog, UCLA versus Akron, the 4 versus 13 game. UCLA wins a close one here, 57 to 53. How close was the MAC to representing again in the round oh, of 32? Oh, very close. It took a Tiger Campbell logo three pointer to put UCLA into the round of 32. Akron made UCLA play the zip style of basketball. That's not what UCLA is used to playing. It was very, very close to John Gross taking this team into the round of 32, getting a lot of money for OU in the MAC. I wouldn't have complained personally. Would have been huge. But, you know, UCLA makes it into the next round. They made the Final Four last year for a reason. They're a talented team, but they did catch a sneaky good zip team, and I'm not shocked that it was as close as it was. Moving on, the 6 versus 11 crowd. I'm sticking with you. Texas beats Virginia Tech 81-73. to Were you surprised that Texas was able to go out there and put up 81 points? No, because Virginia Tech isn't good defensively. I'm more surprised Virginia Tech only put up 73. You know, surprise, surprise, Hunter Couture puts up 30 against Duke, and I think he might have had four points against Texas. Um, it's unfortunate. I should have known to fade Virginia Tech when it became a really popular pick, but I, like everyone else, watched them play literally every ACC tournament game that they were in, and they dominated after that first uh, buzzer beater to put them on past Clemson. They dominated every game outside of that point. You know, they just got caught, and Chris Beard's a very, very good coach. I know you said it last week on the podcast. He's going to make sure those teams don't lose games like that, and he made sure they moved on through. Wes, the three-seed Purdue Boilermakers take down the Yale. What is it, the Bulldogs? Yeah, they're the Bulldogs. 78-56 to 56 in the 3 versus 14 matchup here. Wes, you are all over the Boilermakers. Yeah, I, I think they're the best offensive team uh, left in the tournament. Um, I think that they're going to find a way to sneak into the Final Four. I mean, there's no – I mean, they're the, they're the top dog in the East. That's mm-hmm. left. Um, all they got to do is beat the teams in front of them. I think that's not going to be that hard. I think, I mean, this next round matchup they're going to have shouldn't be too much of an issue, but uh, yeah. Jaden Ivey, the best player left in the tournament? I think he's going to be the best NBA player left okay. in the tournament. I think he's not the best college player left in the okay. tournament. Let's move on. The 17 Murray State, what? What are they? Racers. 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 You're right. Take down San Francisco in the 7 versus 10 matchup, 92 to 87. We got a high scoring one here, Tim. Were you surprised Murray State pulled this one out? I was not. I was all over the racers. Uh, I want to shout out Chris Conway because when we were sitting at a restaurant uh, last week, he said, I don't care who Murray State plays. I'm taking them to the – I want them to go to the Sweet 16. I'm taking them in my bracket. Uh, he called it. Both their head coaches now, though, of those teams, gone. Gone, so, mm-hmm. Yeah, been poached by Both the, into the SEC. Yes, both into the SEC. Another team that got an upset earlier in New Mexico State, their, po- their coach yep, poached into the, the SEC. SEC. We'll, we'll talk about coach hirings after we break – after we're finished with our breakdown. But, Krav, I'm going to let you... I'll uh, say just go to the next game. I'm, a, I'm not going to worry I, about it. I'm going to let Krav go take over this next game. I, actually, Krav, now we had a discussion on the yeah. way here about we how we're going to cover this We have game. a little questionnaire for you. Yeah. Tim? Uh, what was your favorite moment of the first half, Bennett? First half? Uh, you know, I, I know it ended in a tie. It was really back and forth. Shibway couldn't get going. You know, he was making his layups, but, you know, really didn't show up to the second half. Kellen Grady... 
couldn't hit the right side of a barn. Wait, so so speaking of the second half, here that leads me to my question. What was your favorite part of the second half? I didn't like the blown six-point lead late. Uh, that sucked. Um, some would just would have described this game as a snooze fest. Um, or just you could take you. that literally if you want to. Uh, um, all I'm gonna say is I'm really disappointed in myself. I am taking <laughs> a ton of blame for this loss. I'm not gonna go into the various reasons, but let's just say it was. Just a, it was you a, know, I'll it was, cover it. So St. Peter's completes the upset over number two Kentucky. It's the second straight year a 15 seed has beaten a two seed. West's Ohio State Buckeyes right. may have lost to Oral Roberts last year. They were a good year. team. Really good team. Um, Aim for the Bushes? The Peacocks, Doug, Doug Eater, you know, they showed up. They played a tough overtime game. They got it done. And, you know, they upset the Cats, who were a really popular Final Four championship pick. Listen, I don't want to complain too much, okay? There's a lot of people that have got it way worse than I do. But my sports villain origin story of the Suns losing in the NBA Finals the Bengals losing in the Super Bowl, and Kentucky men's basketball getting upset by a team that John Calipari makes more money than their whole entire athletic department combined. It's just, it's adding up, okay? Cal on the hot seat? No, gosh, you're... Is he? No, people that say Cal's on the hot seat are the dumbest uh... sports fans ever. Rick Barnes is considered one of the best coaches in college basketball, especially in the SEC. The man in his last 10 tournament appearances has not made it out of the first weekend in nine of those trips. So, you know what? Cal is only, I'll put air quotes, on the hot seat because he is such a damn good recruiter and he gets all these players ready for the NBA. That's always what he's been about. He's almost turned Kentucky into a prep school. And he needs to bring in an assistant. I love our assistants, but he's got to bring in an assistant who is just an offensive guru because he can't let guys like Kellen Grady go into shooting slumps at the end of the year because they're just not going uh, to prevail. Their teams don't win when they're supposed to be the best shooter. And I'll f- finish with this for Kentucky basketball. They peaked at the wrong time. You know what's sad is the pe- it- they peacocked at the wrong time. Oh, fuck off. That was a good one, Wes. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, they peaked. I look at teams that are left. I mean, I don't want to jump forward too much, but they beat North Carolina by thirty, and they beat Kansas by thirty. Yeah, I mean that was the peak of their season. They and those, did beat Kansas by yeah. thirty. And those are teams who are really going to make runs into this tournament. And so, I mean, this Kentucky team, it's going to end up being a disappointed, disappointing season. But I'm really interested, as always, to see what's going to happen moving forward. Oscar's got to come back, right? I hope Has so. To. I sure hope so. Ty Ty, gone. Ty Ty can be a lottery pick, and Cal will never be the coach to say, hey, if you're going in the lottery, you should come back to school. But I personally am not buying the Ty Ty Washington hype as far as an NBA player. I think he's a lot like Emmanuel Quickly, and Emmanuel Quickly came back and became a very good NBA role player right now. I think Ty Ty would benefit greatly if he came back. I'm just not sure he will. But I don't want to talk about Kentucky anymore. It's breaking my heart. Sorry, man. Let's move forward. To the round of 32, St. Pete's Peacocks against Murray State. Tim, Chris Conway, he was wrong here. Murray State not in the Sweet 16. It's the yeah. damn Peacocks. It's, Peacocks yeah. win 70 to 60. Yeah, crazy. Uh, the Peacocks are led. Peacocking at the right time. They are peacocking at the right time. They are Shaheen Holloway Jr. Going crazy. I mean, this team, is, he's a he's legitimate like star in March. St. Pete's to the national championship? No. Who Stop says it. no? Me, Purdue, Zach Eady. No. Jaden Ivey. Zach Eday. Eady. Well, you know, some people here at Ohio <laughs> University may have woken up on Saturday morning, and I may have looked at them, and I may have said, hey, 
Peacock's money line today. If you were 21. Well, no. Some of them might have been 21. I obviously am not, so mm-hmm. I obviously could not put down Peacock's money line. But if I was, man, would I be a lot richer. You would have been. Oh, well. Let's move on. The 3 seed Purdue. Wow, sorry. A little, little right. mess up there. 3 seed Purdue against the 6 seed Texas. This was a close one. It was looking like it was going to be a blowout, but then Texas made it a game. Purdue ends up winning 81-71 to West. This was a great win for te- or for Purdue. Yeah, I, like I said, Purdue setting themselves up very, very nicely to play a round of 64 game to walk into the Elite Eight. Um, <laughs> you have to love it if you're a Purdue fan. Shout out Sam Hood, big Purdue fan. I got Purdue to the Final Four. Let's run. I mean, Jaden Ivey's dagger in this one yeah. was baller. Oh, yeah. The crossover step back three-pointer from the top of the key was onions. It was huge. Let's move on. The four-seed UCLA Bruins against the five-seed St. Mary's Spiders. UCLA wins this one 72. St. Mary's isn't the Spiders. No. Uh, oh, that's Richmond. The, yeah, Gales. the Gales. Come on. Gales. Sorry, 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 sorry. UCLA wins 72 to 56. Tim, is this UCLA team a real title threat? No. You're out on them as a title I'm threat. I'm still out on them. I, I don't know if they can beat a Purdue... A St. Pete's. A UNC. Tim, they a might UNC. not be UNC. Jaquez is hurt. Yeah. We have Hawkins. no idea Jaime about... Jaime Hawkins Jr. Is, we have no idea hurt. about his availability Hunier. for Friday night's game. If he's out, that's yeah. a tough game yeah, for them. Yeah, they don't have Triple H, so that's just tough. Crab, you jumped the gun here. North Carolina versus Baylor, 8 versus 1. Huge upset, <laughs> upset Holy here. game. I mean... North Carolina looked like they were going to win this game by 40. They were up 25. And then, holy schmoly, did the Bears come back. Yeah. yeah. And holy schmoly, did the Bears blow that comeback in overtime. Yeah, they did. Badly. That was a fun game this to watch. This game goes overtime. North Carolina Crazy wins 93-86. to 86. And the defending champs go home in the first weekend. Yeah. I can't uh, say we didn't see it coming. I was going to say, I did say they're the worst one seed. I Every, yeah, I think we were all in yeah. agreement. Baylor was a fraudulent one seed, but they had nobody else to give it to. That's yeah. True. Let's move on Tough. to the South region. Arizona versus Wright State. Wright State was an in- interesting 16 seed. They had a couple Good. unicorns. They had a true score that we saw in the uh, first four. But Arizona wins this one 87 to 70. Not too much analysis here. No. Let's move on. The eight seed Seton Hall Pirates against the TCU Horn Frogs, the nine seed. Crab, you are all over TCU and Wowzers. It paid off. Dude, TCU has beaten really good teams. I know I said it last week. They've beaten Kansas. They've beaten Texas Tech. They gave Kansas everything they had the two other times they played them. They're a really good team. I wasn't sold on Seton Hall. They play in a really good conference in the Big East, but I was all over TCU, and goddamn, did they prove me right in this game. I think you meant the Fraud East. Mm, I wouldn't call them the Fraud East. The Fraud EC? Dude, they have a lot of they have at least two teams still going and they they had teams put up good fights. You're right, you're right. Let's move on. I'm sticking with you, Crab. Houston, the five seed, eighty-two points. He picked the boys. UAB, the twelve seed, sixty-eight points. You are wrong here. Jelly Walker couldn't get it going in this one. Yeah. You know, it's unfortunate. Great player. Love watching him. He's electric. He ended up with seventeen still, mm-hmm. despite a six for eighteen shooting yeah. day. Both these teams were scoring the rock, too. You know, they combined for 150 total points in this game. I didn't think Houston could score 82, so I picked the Blazers. Mm -hmm. Houston proved me wrong. They scored the ball really effectively. They looked really good. And, you know, when you're missing your two best players and you're playing that well, 
that's a testament to great coaching from Kelvin Sampson. You never want to have more shots attempted than points scored. Nope. Yeah, it's a bad shooting night. Let's move on, Wes. Coming to you because the Big Ten, the four-seed Illinois Fighting Illini, take down Chattanooga, the 13th seed. They led for less than 10 seconds in this game. Yeah, I was cheering against the Big Ten wholeheartedly in this one for reasons that I aren't need, don't need to be said. Go uh, mocks. The podcast. That's all I was all said. over the mocks. I wanted the upset. I want absolute chaos in March, uh, and I'm sad it didn't happen. I'm sad. I went on a three-minute tangent last week about why Chattanooga could win this game, and everything I said came they true, and then they lost by one. It was a real heartbreaker for the SoCon. It's Dude, okay. Illinois blew the next game. So I don't all I'm going to say is that the SoCon, they proved they're legit. I feel man. like the SoCon and the MAC always are playing teams close. They yeah, always give me you never want to face OU. the winner of the, those two conferences. No, great conferences. Let's give move. me a Citadel and Let's OU move next on. year. The first game of March Madness was six-seed six Colorado State against 11-seed Michigan. Wes, I'm sticking with you because it's the yeah. Big Ten. Colorado State blew it here. Michigan carried by Hunter Dickinson here. Big win. They ended up winning by 12. What do you think here? I'm not surprised, to be honest with you. Uh, Michigan, they were, they're way too good to be an 11-seed if you look talent-wise. Um, I clearly picked against them because they're Michigan, and I'm an Ohio State fan. That's just not in my blood. Um, but... It's just something like Michigan always had a great chance to move on and go decently far in the tournament. It was just like, could they put it together at the right time? And they're proving they can. So, Wes, I'm sticking with you. You're hot. Yeah. Let's move on. Yeah. Seven seed Ohio State against ten seed Loyola you Chicago. Skipped I skipped them. I'm coming back to them. I was just looking forward to this game. <laughs> Seven seed, ten seed. Ohio oh. State wins 54 to 41. Where did this defense come from? I hadn't seen it all year from the Buckeyes. They they play good defense. And what did I tell you earlier? I said all they got to do. Is if you can get EJ Liddell involved early, keep him out of foul trouble, we'll be all right. Stayed out of foul trouble. OSU played great. Moved on. It was an easy game. Congrats, man. Hey, thanks. Lucas Williamson just ran out of March Mad Mag well, Magic. March Magnums. March yeah. Magic. He <laughs> just ran like, out. They, I mean, I think it was like first half. I think Loyola just every possession was shooting threes. Like they tried to force it early. Brayden Norris falling. played great. Shot great for uh, Loyola. He's going to be big for them when they move to the A-10 next mm -hmm. year. Lucas Williamson, like I said, just ran out of March Magic. He hit some big shots on their Final Four run. He was Sorry a, about it, Sister He was Jean. a big player last year. If, that's why your coach was so excited to meet Sister Jean. Nah. He was. I Can't be acting hey, like you dismiss Sister her. Sister Jean. I'm, she had a good run. I hope she's back next year. She had a good prayer in front of I her. I hope she is, too. Let's move back up to Tennessee Longwood. The three versus 14. Crab, Tennessee absolutely demolished Long. Oh, yeah. Fulkerson got after it early. Uh, Viscovi got after it. Kennedy Chandler. Uh, Ziegler. I mean, Tennessee was firing on all cylinders in this game. It was close early. Longwood was keeping pace with them. And then about midway through the first half, Tennessee just erupted. Absolutely. And absolutely blew this game out of the water. Second half stayed that way the entire time. They ended up winning by 32. Moving on, the two-seed Villanova versus 15-seed Delaware. Tim, I feel like it was a bit of karma. I picked Delaware in this game, and I feel like that's why St. Pete's ended up beating Kentucky. <laughs> that could, could be true. You were looking at the wrong 15-seed. But Delaware kept this game close in the no, first half. Yeah, Delaware was definitely in it, and uh, unfortunately for President Biden, busted his bracket. He had yeah. Delaware going all the way. But... I know. You know he's an alum. So Villanova, uh, they're hot right now. They're playing really good basketball. Colin Gillespie is easily the most experienced player left in March Madness. So we will see where that takes them. Let's move 45 on. Forty-five years old. Sticking with you. He's only Tim. ever played in two tournaments before, though. It's pretty sad. I'm sticking with Tim. Villanova, Ohio State. I'll get back to you, Wes. It's okay. 
Round of 32, Villanova wins 71 to 61. Gillespie carried the load here. Yeah, he did. Uh, he went on his own personal 10 0 run in the first half. Uh, he was all over the place. He was lighting it up. But Ohio State, they made it a fight in the second half. They It was not hard. I mean, it was a hard-fought win for uh, Villanova. They had to struggle this one out because they were leading by 15, and then the Buckeyes went on a run. Wes, I'm not going to ask you any questions about the game because I know how badly it hurts to see your team lose. But I am going to ask you a question about the general future for this team. Yeah. Malachi Branham projected right outside the lottery now. We talked about this earlier in the year, and we said he should come back. He's just going to be a second rounder. But now it's a little bit different. Last mock draft I saw had him at 16. Is he going to be back next year? Dude, he's getting way too much hype. I feel like he he's going to leave. I just think it's not the right decision. His game's not developed enough to be an NBA guy yet. Like, I just don't – he can't shoot outside. I don't think Ty Ty is either, so, I mean, I guess we'll he, both I mean, like, the pain. thing is, like, I, and I don't want to push the logic of, like, him and EJ Bo should come back because they're our two best players, obviously. But same time, like, EJ Odell comes back, he's probably almost guaranteed to be at least up there for the player of the year. Guaranteed, like, out of the gates. Ohio State's already better. And you get Malachi Branham possibly back. Ohio State's absolute force to be reckoned with. And that year. same mock draft that had Liddell going 18. Yeah, that, that's my point. Like, if both those guys come back, Ohio State's set up really well. But again, likely both of those guys going. So it, yeah, it's really it hard to, to stare multi million dollar deals in the face. And oh, say that no. game was the worst possible case scenario for Ohio State. They mm-hmm. didn't win. Branham had a great game in a standalone game, the only game on television at the time. Yeah. Proves it. Now. God, these, I so wanted to beat Michigan. These two are both absolutely oh. guaranteed to declare for the draft. I can promise you both will declare. The potential for Branham to come back is still possible. Liddell, gone. Gonzo. We'll see. Let's Tough. move on. You just mentioned Wait, West. I would like to say something. Okay, go Let's ahead. Let's have a moment of silence for Jimmy Sotos' basketball right. career. Thank you. That was Corbett. Let's move on. West mentioned it. Michigan State in the Sweet 16. Crop, it's because they beat Tennessee. Michigan. Michigan. Did I Michigan say Michigan State? State? Yeah, yeah. I got too excited. Definitely not Izzo. Michigan takes down Tennessee. I mentioned it, Crop. Rick Barnes fails to make it out of the first weekend again. Were you shocked in this one? Um, yes and no. The more I think about it, Rick Barnes' teams never make it to the Sweet 16. But this Tennessee team was arguably the hottest team in the country mm-hmm. coming into March Madness. And that's where we were all fooled. That's where we were all fooled. A lot of America was fooled. They yeah. were a very popular Final Four. Absolutely. Pick. Very, very popular. Absolutely. You know, Michigan played a great game. A great game. They got buckets when it mattered. They even lost Devontae Jones again, mm-hmm. who was back for this game. He had to leave. Big-time guys hit big-time shots. Dickinson hit some great shots. Eli Brooks hit some great shots. Caleb Houston, they played some good D. You know, Juwan Howard was hugging Kennedy Chandler Can't after the game. Total PR good. move. Ultimate good guy move. Ultimate good good guy move. Everyone on Twitter said share this video as much as he mm-hmm. did when he smacked the life out of the Wisconsin coach. You know, hey, Michigan's in the Sweet 16. They Fifth are. straight, I believe. I'm pretty sure Wolverines. Tennessee shot two of 20 from three. In this oh, yeah, game. not yeah. great. Me but they it, also but... weren't even the worst three-point shooting team of the weekend. So yeah, they weren't. Jawan Howard, the fab vibe. Yeah, he never won a single accolade in his entire college career, but somehow the fab vibe. Well, they were the runner-up. 
They never won a Big Ten title. Never won a national championship. They, yeah, they, won, they went to why, a national championship. They, they went to two straight national championships. They went to back-to-back they national championships. Did they win? Well, sorry they ran into the buzzsaw Does that was matter. back-to-back Duke national championships. They matter. can't really touch that. Don't okay. win. Okay. Don't they, get accolades. They, they were, Don't matter. They were cool, though. Well, technically... Don't matter. Well, technically, Chris, they won Chris a Weber regional. Chris was player of the year. Well, te- technically, they won two regionals. Never won a Big Ten title. Bengals were AFC champs. I'm sure Aaron Kraft won a lot. champs. I'm sure Aaron Kraft won a lot of Big Ten titles, but there's also a lot of compilation videos that remember. show him right, lying on the floor debate. at the end let's of move, March Madness. Pointless debate. Let's move on. Houston versus Illinois. Tim, this Houston team is good. They are good. BPI shows it. Ken Palm shows it. Houston beats Illinois 68-53 to here. This game was never really close. No, Kofi Coburn, uh, he was in foul trouble. He, They would double-team him. That dude cannot pass the ball out of a double team. He had more turnovers. Felt like every time I looked over, it was him throwing the ball away. Yeah, that it was bad. Corbello was sitting his ass on the bench where he belongs. Uh, Trent Frazier, he tried his best. Yeah, he was out there balling. He was making threes. But other than that, I mean, Houston was dominant. I would like to. I did say Prentice Hub was the worst Division One basketball player ever. That's I would Curbello. say Corbello probably rivals him for that title. They, I've hated Corbello for a long time, like and I'm not an Illinois fan. Crob hates Houston. Hates them. Thinks they're a terrible team. They always find a way in the Sweet 16. They do. They manage Every their single way. time. Congrats to them. Great coaching, like you said, Crab. Yeah. Gets Calvin Sampson's done. done a good job. Took his shirt off in the locker room. Gets well, it yeah, that's Chuck could have taken his off. But. Now, did he cheat? And yes. Yes, he did. Okay, well, it doesn't matter. Let's move on. Game of the weekend. I'm ready to say it. Game of Champ. the tournament. Arizona versus TCU in an absolute classic. Benedict Mathurin is that guy. That's all I'm going to say. And yeah. I'm going to go back to my earlier point. He is the best player left in this tournament. Oh, you think Mathurin? Yes. Confidently. He, he baptized that TCU center. Yeah. Good night. What's his name? Uh, Camp, if, Lampkin, Lampkin Jr. Jr. Lampkin Jr., who had a career-high 20 <laughs> yesterday. Good night, let's, yeah. let's not put his contributions down. Yeah. Uh, Arizona did get bailed. Yeah, and don't forget about Coloco. He had 23 and 12 on 12 of 13 shooting. I don't think Arizona got bailed. That I don't think was that a clear either. foul at the end of regular. I think it was a flop, and it should have been backcourt violation. Too. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I think it could go either way. Uh-huh. Uh, I think, but the issue uh, I call it a foul. They gave him no space, mm-hmm. which is a, it's a also we don't almost precursor for a blocking foul. Yeah, I have no problem with them. I have no the problem with them not calling the foul, but then they called ticky tack fouls like that in overtime. So yeah. you can't swallow your whistle at the end of the game if you're not going to swallow your whistle in overtime. And then to go off that, if they don't call the foul, he fell backwards while still having the ball in a bit of possession, and it hit his chest in the backcourt. It should have been a backcourt violation. They just were not. There was not a chance they were blowing their no, whistle on no. anything. And I, I'm glad they didn't because mm-hmm. you, that's it provides us with you, a good meme. Yeah, that is where you don't uh, uh, insert yourself as a ref. But number four for Arizona, Terry is his last name. Uh, what are you doing dunking the ball, dude? My, he and didn't he, even dunk it. He just, like, pushed yeah, it through. Yeah, and he like, was so confident. Yeah, he, he, was, he was running, running around down, yeah. like he won the game. Uh, that like was an rough idiot. for him. That and literally rough. the rest of his team all knew that it didn't count. Yeah, Headed Season to the piece. bench. But Arizona survives, moves on. TCU played one hell of a game. Yes, they did. Yes, they did. Let's move to the Midwest. Kansas versus Texas Southern. Rock Chalk. Does Jayhawk. anyone have anything to say about this? Yeah, Ochai Abaji's the best player left in the tournament. Okay. Mm. All right. He's the only first team All American left. You're right. The other four have fallen. They are gone, though. Nothing to talk about there. Let's move on. San Diego State versus Creighton. Tim, San Diego State lost it, but Creighton representing the Big East for you. Yeah, uh, very, I mean, great game by Creighton. Uh, 
Greg McDermott gets it done. Good for them. Uh, SDSU, I really thought they were going to win this one, but they blew it big time. Shout out to the Blue Jays. That's another 155000 in every Big East team's pocket. Moving on. Wes, mm-hmm. number five, Iowa, versus number 12, Rich- Richmond. The Spiders! Wes, you are all over this I'm Iowa hurting. train. You are manifesting it, and the wheels fell off in the round of 64. I'm hurting it, man. I'm hurting. Iowa, they're so good. They're way too good to lose this game. How is the ball not in Keegan Murray's hands every single play? Why is Chris Murray taking so many threes? I don't get it. Richmond played great. Iowa played terrible, but Iowa should still be in the tournament. But they're not. Let's move on. I'm glad Jordan Bohannon's 18-year career in the NCAA is over. I will piss and dance on his grave as much as I could. Did he finally break the three-point record? Nope! uh -uh. He didn't. Yeah, pretty funny. Took him seven years. He couldn't do it. Pretty funny. Let's move on. Krob, you're Frias. Number four, Providence. Takes down South Dakota State, the 13th seed, and was in what was probably the most popular first-round upset pick. They went 66 to 57. What'd you see from the Frias here? Go Frias! That's a veteran team winning a veteran game. South Dakota State didn't play great at any point in the game, really, but they got hot late. They got hot late. They pushed the Frias to the breaking point, and they made the plays that they needed to play. Al Durham made some great plays. Jared Bynum. Good Lord, can that man not hit a shot until it really matters, and then he's buckets. Noah Hortzler played a great game. Both centers played a great game. Ed Cooley coached his ass off. He said, I don't care that no one thinks we can win this game. No one's believed in us all year. Why would anyone believe in us now? Providence moved on to the round of 32. Congrats go to big, them. Go big, go blue, go Jacks. Ah, go Frias. So, yeah, go Frias. Let's go move big, on. Tim, the sixth seed, LSU Tigers. They fall to the 11 seed, Iowa State Cyclones, 59-54. to 54. This is a great game, but I think it's a game that a lot of people saw coming. This was a very popular upset pick. The Cyclones win this one. Yeah, I mean, I've been high on Iowa State the whole year. Uh, they have everything. I keep saying about the team. They have everything that you look for in an upset team to make a run, elite defense, and guys who can shoot the ball. That's that's all you need to make a run in March. They have that. Uh, LSU is limping into the tournament mm-hmm. anyway, losing Will Wade. Uh, so it's not shocking at all. Not shocking at all. It's pretty unlikely you're going to win a tournament game when you've got an interim head coach, so not shocking there. Let's move on. The three-seed Wisconsin Badgers against the 14th-seed Colgate, whatever you are, the C's maybe. I don't care. Crop. Colgate. Um, toothpaste. Toothpaste. Raiders. Love it. Raiders. Anyway, Wisconsin wins a close one, 67-60. to Golly, were they close to losing this one. Man, I went on a tangent last week about how I'm taking Wisconsin with caution. In that game, I think I said about 17 times in my little rant. Colgate, the third straight year, has been a 14 and has played one hell of a game and just come up short. They did it against Tennessee in 2019. They did it last year against Arkansas, and they did it this year against Wisconsin. They're so damn close every year. They're going to break through eventually. I thought this was the year because Wisconsin, they're, they're pretty fraudulent. you know. And, they were due. Colgate was due. And Colgate played a good game. Mm-hmm. Johnny Davis played a better one. That's really what I think yeah, it came Johnny down Davis. to. Johnny Davis Lit. got going late. Wisconsin got yeah. the win. That's very true. Sticking with you, Krob. 7 seed USC, 10 seed Miami. This was also a great round of 64 matchup. Oh, absolutely. Such a good game. I've been all over Miami. I was all over every ACC team coming into this. I, I literally picked all five to move on in the first round. I'm pretty sure I picked all but a couple to move on again. They played great 
like I said, this was a matchup nightmare both sides. But Miami played really good defense early. USC pushed it late. I forget who that one kid is for USC. He hit two mm-hmm. stone-cold threes late to really test Miami. But they pulled it out. Huge win for the fight in Laranegas. Huge. 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 It was huge. huge. It was big. Wes, the SEC, Auburn, 80-61 to win here. It was a close game in the first half. They were even losing for a good portion of that first half. Yeah, uh, Auburn showed up when they needed to. That's all that really matters. Uh, most teams will show, talent will show, when it needs to be shown. And well, be careful what you say because when they needed to show up in the round of 32. Well, this game they well, did. Well, it did not happen because, Crub, the Miami Hurricanes, they win a big one, the 10 over 2 upset, 79 to 61, and they dominated this game. Uh, yeah, again, matchup nightmare on both sides. Miami had no one to guard Walker Kessler because he's so big and they don't have bigs. Walker Kessler couldn't guard Miami. He picked up two fouls before the first media timeout. In the first four minutes, he had two fouls. Jabari Smith did not shoot the ball well. Auburn's guards continued to hurt them, which I've said for weeks. You need great guard play in March. Auburn doesn't have that. That's why I thought they were vulnerable. It came to fruition. Miami has fantastic guard play. Charlie Moore, Isaiah Wong, they are great players. They've been playing really good all year, and I'm not shocked that they're in the Sweet 16. I thought it was going to be difficult because of the matchups. They've played really well defensively in two good games. They're going to get all they can handle. And again, another matchup of just two incredibly different styles against Ohio, or against Iowa State in the Sweet mm-hmm. 16. But man, the ACC in a down year has three teams in the Sweet 16. You mentioned it. Iowa State to the Sweet 16. Tim, the Cyclones keep rolling. They hold Wisconsin to 49 points yeah, in a win. Their defense is stifling. Johnny Davis could not get it going. Mm-mm. No one on uh, Wisconsin get it going. Brad Davis and his career is finally over. He's another one like Jordan Bohannon. I can say good riddance, goodbye. I hope I never see you again. Tease and peace to Big Cat. Yesterday yes. had to have been a horrible day. Bad day for yeah. Big Cat. Tease and peace. You know who it wasn't horrible for, Crob? All the Fryer fans the out Friars. there. The four seed Providence Friars take down the Richmond Spiders and another blowout, 79 to 51. Crob. Mm-hmm. Can Providence make it to the Final Four? Oh, the door is open. You beat Kansas, you're playing a, a double-digit seed, man. You know, my family was in Buffalo for for these games. My cousin Ben, he accidentally illegally crossed the Canadian border, got detained, but still made it back for the game. Oh, T's and P's to him. Yeah, how did that even happen? Um, Story for another time, maybe? Well, quick synopsis. Gate to Canada, open. Didn't have any documents, walked through the gate, couldn't get back through, detained, let go, made it to the game, watched the Friars win all weekend. Yeah, not Now we're in the Sweet 16. Huge for him. So, you know, go Friars. Crab, you mentioned it. Kansas in the Sweet 16. This is the last matchup we're going to talk about here. They take down Creighton 79-72. to Creighton was without their big man here, Tim, and they held it close. Yeah, uh, it's, it's a rough one for the Big East there. But Creighton, they did their best. I mean, they gave Kansas a game early. Uh, Kansas, they just had the better players and a better coach. Bill Self wins in March. I feel like I don't feel like they make it to the Final Four enough, but I feel like they're always in the Elite Eight. Like I just feel like this is what Kansas does. They make it to the Elite Eight. So definitely got a tough one coming up for the Friars. To wrap up college basketball talk here, gut picks. Who's cutting down the nets? Wes, let's start with you. The Arizona Wildcats. Crab, we're going out with number six. Duke Give me Ludens. Duke. I was way too invested into the game yesterday to not pick him. Tim, uh, I'm gonna go with the Wildcats, but the ones from Villanova. 
I'm going to go with the Kansas Jayhawks. I think they've got the easiest path to get there besides Purdue, but I don't believe in Purdue, so I'm going with Kansas. So that wraps up college basketball talk. I know I said we might get into NFL free agency. We might get into some coaching hires, but I'm thinking we save that for next episode, Thursday's episode. It's going to be a shorter one because all we have to do is preview the Sweet 16. So we're just going to let some more cute things happen in NFL free agency. The Bengals are making moves. Hopefully the Dolphins will have made a big move by then, they Wes, because I know you're expecting a big one coming here soon. Believe. Maybe, I don't know, maybe the maybe the Cowboys do something cool. Body hey, hey, they're pressing for Zadarius Smith right now. That'd be dope. Let's see. Tim, what about the Steelers? Are they going to do anything? Uh, hopefully Tyron Matthew has visited with the Steelers, so we'll see if that can go somewhere. I would absolutely hate that, but who wants to keep coming to the AFC? It doesn't make sense. Who cares? This has been the Bench Press Podcast. Tim, love you guys.